question. You can turn to Psalm 145. That's where we will be. Psalm 145, in my opinion, is, is uh, one of the best psalms of all the psalms ever written. The last psalms in the book of Psalms are all about praise. Most all the other psalms are about praying, the prayer. Praying to the word 140 psalms is somebody praying to God. But these psalms at the end is God being praised. So, we're not going to read that first. What I want to do first is realize in order to praise God like He wants every day, there has to be a reason, a good enough reason. So before we talk about praising Him, I want to set a stage of understanding. Our destiny is eternity praising God. That's our destiny. We just start here. What we're going to do at the end forever. You read the book of Revelation, we're going to read the root part of it. In the book of Revelation, they're always praising the Lord. Always. That's what they're doing in heaven. So it's one thing when we come to church, we come for a lot of reasons. One of the main reasons should be to praise together the Lord. And so we're going to take a look. First of all, Revelation 4 11. I'm just going to turn around. It's up there. <laughs> I used the New King James Version because I didn't know which version you finally settled on. Our pastor uses the new understanding. So, Revelation 4:11, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. Why? For you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. It's important to realize who we're talking to when we're praising God. We're talking to the, the God who created everything. We are all God's creations. He created us. He formed us in whom He knew everything about how big we would be, how smart we would be, or how none of the above we would be. He knew all of that. And I'm glad God didn't make us all the same. Um, there's a couple boys in our church, Jethro and Jason. I think they're twins, but I don't know. I can never tell one from the other. And that's the trouble is we all look alike. Are you Jim? I'm not Jim. I'm Bernie. Huh? <laughs> At least by looking different, we get an idea. You, you are somebody special because you're not like everybody else. He created all things by His will. He wanted us. Exist, whatever he wanted God gives. This is the God we pray. This is the God we need to consider. Revelation 5 11 says this. Then I looked, John said, and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, living creatures and the elders, and a number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand, and thousands of thousands, millions around the and here's what they say. Worthy is the Lamb. First of all, God is worthy as creator. 
Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. A lot of times we sing worship songs, but we're not thinking of the Lord or of God. A lot of times in churches that have really good music, all you're thinking about is how good the music is. I talked to them in Santa Rosa, led worship there at Church of 1500. And his complaint is during worship, nobody was singing. Because they're so good as a band that everybody just wants to listen to them. Everybody's forgetting. We're singing about the worth of the Lord. We're singing about the worth of God. Whether we sing them well or not well, not well. It's just that we're singing. Worthy is the Lamb was slain to receive power, riches, wisdom, strength, and honor, and glory, and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth, and such are in the sea, and all of them, I heard them singing, Blessing and honor and glory be to him who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb forever and ever. And for the good creatures that be Revelation 7 9. After these things I look, and look again, and behold a great multitude which no one could number, of all nations, tribes, people, and tongues, standing before the throne, before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne, and the elders, the poor living creatures, fell on their faces before the throne, and worshipped saying, Amen, blessings, and glory, and wisdom, thanksgiving, and honor, power, and life. You know what the first problem God has with people? is writing His last blessing. In Romans chapter 1, God turned the world over to themselves because they would not honor Him, they would not care about Him, they would not think about Him, and they tried to change what He was like and what they wanted Him to be like. Blessing, glory, wisdom, thanksgiving, honor, power, and might belongs to God. Thank God. Revelation 11. Then the seventh age was founded, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdom of the world now become the kingdom of our Lord and of His Christ. And He shall reign forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders who sat before God on the throne fell on their faces and worshipped God, saying, we give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, one who is, who was, and who is to come, because you have taken your great power and reign. People always wonder what God's waiting for. He's waiting for his day to reign. When he's ready, it's going to happen. And then everything's going to be like it should be. Except, as he did this, the nations were angry. Your wrath has come, the time of the dead, and they should be judged. That you should reward your servants, the prophets, and the saints, and those who fear your name, small and great, and you should destroy those who destroy you. So our future is being rewarded. We get rewarded in this life, you know that. We get rewarded for for kind of people. Most people respond in kindness. If you yell at somebody, they usually respond with yelling back at you. <laughs> That's just the way it works. So as we serve God, it might look like, well, I'm not getting anything from this. 
you have an eternity to wait for what may be rewarded. That is God who worships. In Revelation 21, God says this, I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself will be with them and be their God. Imagine that word headed to be with them, to dwell with them. Remember the garden? He walked with Adam and Eve in school today. He did not the sun or the distract. He did go to the cold or the distract. In the cool of the day when everything did right, everything was great, the flowers were blooming. God came and he walked with them and they talked and they we're going to get there. This is our God. He is worthy of praise. Then he sat on the throne and said this, Behold, I make all things new. He said, And he writes, But these words are truly faithful. And he said to me, It's done. I am the Alpha and the beginning and the end. I will give up the fountain of water of life freely to him who thirsts. And he who overcomes shall inherit all of this. And I will be his God. We're not just going to be in heaven like angels. We are going to be very children of God. He's worthy of him. So, how are we going to live with grace? Uh, let's take a look at Psalm 145. That's the return verse right here. David does this psalm, it's just a psalm of praise. There's no prayer, there's no nothing like that. He's telling us something about God. He's going to tell us the great things in the beginning about how we should praise. Maybe you have a hard time praising God. Does anybody here have a hard time? Does everybody here pray? You pray? Somebody. How much of your time asking for things is said praising God? Of asking. How many times that every day do we think of our prayers that, hey, God, you know, I want to tell you how great you are. Yeah. Or, it's, oh, oh, hey, you know, God, I need this, and I need that, somebody else needs this. Uh, you want to think about that. David made a decision. Psalm 1, 145, verse 1. I will extol you. I will, I will tell, I'll tell you you're awesome. That's what it's called. just get afraid. You're mighty. You're everything. I will, my God. And I will, there's another I will. I will bless your name. Now, you bless God. When you speak good of God, you realize that it adds something to His honor because other people also then speak good of God because you have blessed God. They speak better of God. It's an added thing that we, we get a, a privilege of doing. I will bless your name forever and ever. He made a decision to offer praise. Now, I want you to think about that. It's not praising God a lot. Making a decision. I like to talk to God, but I want to tell him what we do. I want to see him thankful. That was how David decided he would do it. Every day, 
I will bless you. Okay, and he was going to offer this praise every day. Every day he was going to let God know how great he was, not his past. And I will praise your name forever and ever. He was going to be consistent. I'm going to do this every day. I'm going to do it always. And we do things, don't we? By how we usually decide it. And we think it's important. We follow through. And uh, it's important because our God is so good to us. Um, if you have nothing but life, you still have everything because you have God. And He gives you the things inside that nothing else outside. Every day I'll bless you. It's always consistent. Great is the Lord and great is be praise. And His greatness is unsearchable. Okay. You can't understand everything about God. Matter of fact, we really can't understand anything. He's just, God is a spirit. You can't see Him. So, God is not like us. He doesn't have to think about um, this is Monday. I'm going to do this. Um, he doesn't have to worry what day it is. He doesn't have to do anything as earthly people have to be bothered by. He never worries. He never frets. He always knows everything before it begins and how it will end. He is great. How can God do all this stuff? We can't understand. God is the Trinity. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. How can we want God the Trinity? I don't know. A lot of things. I don't know. So that's not a problem to say, is it? There's a lot of things you don't know. It's easy to say, I don't know. The Bible says so. God is great. Great is to be praised. And he, you're not going to understand everything about it. You won't understand why does he have to save this Why does he bless the unsaved? We'll be getting that a little bit. So, God is great. He deserves praise because he is great. He's terrific. He's fantastic. He's awesome. He's more than you'll ever be able to work with. You ever been praying to God and say, God, Father, I'm sorry, I can't say it right. I don't know what to say. God is the Holy Spirit prays for the times that we don't know what to say. When you really love somebody, you, you want special words to say to them, don't you? Now, I've been, my wife and I, we've been married 54 years. We've, we've been married 55 years, but my dad would let me get married for a year said in the Bible, it says, don't, go, don't, go, don't get married and go to war. I'm thinking, dude, you probably got $250,000 in, in death benefits about it. But no, I have an idea. The Bible says, don't go to war. So, and then get married, you go to war, and you come back. So, we've been married 54 years. You know my wife likes to hear Hey, we got ten thousand dollars in the bank. Hey, I bought a new boat. Got an eight hundred horsepower engine that goes zero to hundred miles an hour in three seconds. Supper was good. She doesn't care. She wants me to tell her. She wants me to tell her. I let her smile. She wants me to tell her. 
Tower. Então, meio que esse assim, mais agora que tem certo, então, enfim, entendeu? Vai com isso, né? Só confirma.
you know what that would be like to sing with 10 million angels and you won't be off key and, and God will hear through everybody's noise and hear you? If I could spend forever singing, I would spend forever singing. I don't want much justice. I just want to keep your voice to sing with me. So let's take a look at some why reasons the psalmist gives us. Why we should praise God. First, the Lord is gracious. Okay. You know, we all, um, I know Mike probably talked a lot about grace, right? He's a lot about grace. Grace is God's favor to the undeserving. Uh, if you deserve it, it isn't grace. It's a dead oath. So, what makes our God worthy of praise? He favors us. Do we deserve it? I will never tell you my life story. Then you'll kick me out and won't hear the rest of Because not everybody is like God who is gracious enough to forgive. All. And if you've been saved any length of time, you know you still sin. You are not perfect. You have not gotten 100% holy, but you never think wrong, act wrong, respond wrong, or anything wrong. So what does God do with you? Ah, you come here. Now, God is gracious. He says, You turn to me. You turn to me. The Lord is gracious, not because we deserve it, but because He is the God of grace. He is not just compassionate, it says full of compassion. We're compassionate once in a while. Usually we're compassionate to people we like. God is full of compassion. He is compassionate. Period. There's no small part of His compassion. It's pity for people. His desire for him. He is slow to anger. Okay, you can get angry. If not, the Bible doesn't say you can't get angry. Be angry and sin not. You can angry. You can't just sin in there. Uh, I saw an example of that this morning. You made me angry. Get somebody to be angry. Get somebody that shouldn't be right right But I didn't see anything. Why not? I learned to slow to anger. I can yell and stomp and scream, it doesn't change a thing. My father, one day he and I were going to work, I used to work together. And uh, so I'll ride to work every day, and he listens to Jay Vernon McKee. And Jay Vernon McKee was saying that you should never discipline your kids in anger. My father blew up court. We don't discipline your kids in anger, you'll never know what you did was wrong. We already know what you did was wrong. <laughs> Somebody yelling at it and tell us it was wrong, but parents think that way. If I don't show you how bad you are, you won't get it. Because that's not true. God's sort of anger. He just, God doesn't just jump off the wagon every time we do something really stupid. He's slow. But he did that as an angry sort of anger who improves it. We might not yell at our children or somebody else, but it doesn't mean we prove what we did. We just handle it. 
Lord is good to all, and His tender mercies are over all His works. Now this takes in more than Christians. This takes in everybody. Now, do you realize that God says in the Word that He puts the water down for them to drink? He puts the grass in the desert for them to eat. He feeds them. He knows when they're hungry. God cares about His creation. When God, I think it was, um, I could ignore everything. But anyway, I think it was in when Nineveh was going to be destroyed. The statement he made, he didn't want to destroy it because there was a lot of animals. It's either Nineveh or one of those that happened before. Or one of those uh, times when God was going to destroy everybody, but he wanted to hold back everything else. God is good to all, all his creation. He has tender, he does just have mercy for people. He has tender mercies. His mercy is not easy. Sometimes we're merciful when we're okay For that we should praise God. And for little kids who love life, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I love to see? There's an age when a child who lift their eyes and they change. We have a higher thing I do with kids. I'll have a kid stand in front of me. And it's called trust fall. I'll say, we're going to see if this child has any faith. And they'll do the last nine foot. And I said, so when you fall back in my arms, I will catch you. I'm a front person. All the people are going to so she comes up, she stands, stands her feet, puts her arms down. This is the first time I did it. So it says, fall. She didn't turn the look. She didn't back up. She flat fall. She can't even drop her. <laughs> I caught her, put her back up. About a month or so, a couple months later, I guess it was, and I used her again to do this. But this time, she was a little hesitant. We've already done this, man. Cops But I've noticed with kids, as they get older, they get more like adults. They have to start thinking things out. Well, what if this time? So she kind of looks, just fall. Come on. She finally fell, but she, she wasn't happy with it. And I notice with kids, as they get older, they lose the trust. And you can see in their eyes the change. I don't know if you've ever noticed so many eyes change for certain things. When they lose that trust, their eyes God cares about everything. Remember what Jesus did? Give me the children of the blessed. And what did the disciples say? Get rid of the children. Jesus said, Whoa, wait a minute. I love to see little kids as they walk through the store following their mother and they skip on the top and run to the jumper. And they get older, they're like this. <laughs> 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 All right. When they're young and sin hasn't entered their life too much, life is good. And as Christians, we grow up, we need to be more like little children. We need to be more trusting in the Lord. 
The Lord is righteous in His ways. He makes no bad decisions. He's gracious in His words. All His words show His favor. The Lord is near to all who call on Him, to all who call upon Him in His truth. Sincerity and hypocrisy. Isn't it good to know that you drive near you? Sometimes you might think, you know, where are you, are you God? No, I'm here. God is always near. If you're calling upon Him, He's coming in. He will fulfill the desire of those who hear Him. He will hear their cry and save them. The Lord preserves all who love Him. All those positive things should cause us to worship Him. Causes to bless him, causes to praise him. You know what the consequences of spoken praise is? My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord, and what? And all flesh shall bless his holy name forever. I was in the restaurant the other day, getting some sort of the beach, one spaghetti sauce, and I said, I'm smart enough to know I can buy the spaghetti for $22. I can make the last three days <laughs> So, I'm ordering spaghetti, and it's the waitress who hadn't seen it a long time. Three times before I walked out the door, she goes, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You really want God to bless me for some reason. Her praise caused me to praise. Her praise is right in. When you speak praise to the Lord around people, it, it's better than complaining, right? Oh man, did you see what the government did last week? Huh? Instead of saying, hey, I was reading the word today, God showed me something by himself that was really good. He, he showed me how much he cared for me. Now, wouldn't that bring some praise to others? So the 146th Psalm, I want you to spend some time this week to go over it. And when you're singing, I want you to think about God. When you're singing, I want you to think about the Lord Jesus. I want it to be more than that. That really sounds bad. Or that really sounds good. You should be focused on God. Because we have a great God. And I cannot say how great in that You read through that song in, and you will find something in there that will make God know. But it's the greatest thing in the world that you can see. Turn to number nine in this song book.
Thank <laughs> you.